Blog Talk Radio. Don't know. 
Entertainment Life on the Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry, where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams. And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina. Hello, hello, Buenavilla, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Sasha Marina Show. I'm your host, Sasha Marina. And um, today I have a very cool guest. She goes by the name of Jackie Arredondo. Um, she is Cuban-American, raised in Miami. A oh, wonderful surprise. Uh, obviously multi-talented. We just heard the very first song was called Do, and this last one was called Woman You Want to Be, which is that uh, latest single that she's really trying to push off her um, EP. So uh, as, as you can tell, this is somewhat like, like a country. She's a, a country 
singer, and it, it's kind of different to see, um, you know, at least the Cuban-Americans, or, you know, even if you're Cuban-American, people try to lean more into the, um, to, to the general side of, of Spanish music. But this is country, and it's very cool. In, in Espanol, it would be called a punto guajiro, parody to what my mom was um, telling me. So without further ado, let's have Jackie on the line and get to know all about her and what she's doing. Hola, Jackie. How are you? Hola, Sasha. ¿Cómo estás? How are you? <laughs> Muy bien, gracias. <laughs> uh, is, is your, is your uh, show in Spanish? Should we speak in Spanish or should, should we speak in English or Spanish? Pues cuando, when I have somebody that speaks the, the language, I, I don't mind doing it in Spanish because I'm sure that you have Spanish followers. Yes, I do. Many, Entonces, many of them. Show. You know, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Uh, Shayla told me, my manager, and, and I said, sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> no, and I was like, oh, my God, what an honor. <laughs> cool. Oh, thank, you. thank you. I'm flattered. Yeah, and, I'm flattered. <laughs> Entonces vamos a hablar de esta canción, eh, The Woman You Wanna Be. Eh, mm -hmm. Cuéntame más, ¿qué es lo que sabes cuáles fueron tus sentimientos over this, this, um, this single and, and, you know, and why this is the single you're trying to push out right now? Well, my EP, Just Call Me Jackie, uh, was produced and co-written by Brian White. Um, he's one mm -hmm. of the best songwriters in, in Nashville and... Um, This song, The Woman You Want to Be, actually uh, inspired uh, in the romance when he, when he met his wife, Karen Williams. Um, they met, and she went home. She told her mom, you know, Mom, I think I found the perfect guy. And the mom said, you know, Karen, I think you have to stop focusing on the perfect guy and try to find the man who makes you the woman you want to be. And that, that, that's what, what they titled the song, and they wrote a fabulous song. It was actually on hold by Martina McBride for about, I don't know, maybe um, a year or two. And she had just released it. And um, I was recording, and I heard it, and we included it because I just love the song so much. You know, it's, it's something that, that everybody could relate to. Um, you know, we go through relationships and we go through ups and downs and um, it can go both ways. It can go good and it can go bad. It's just about taking risks and seeing the, seeing the warning signs or, or the good mm -hmm. flag, you know, and, uh, and just going by that, you know, to be able to have a successful outcome, whether it works out or not. You know, if it works out, fantastic. And if, if, if you know, you see those flags that, that are telling you that's not going to work out, then, you know, you, you're saving yourself a heartbreak. So um, so that's what the song's about. Okay. And me parece that you, 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 you might have some, some relation to this topic. <laughs> I might have some relation. Well, everybody has Everybody, everybody has gone through good relationships, through bad relationships, and uh, and you know what? For for us women that are single, um, uh, even though at this moment I'm very very focused on my career because I'm I'm doing a gazillion amount of things at the same time, and um, we'll get to that in a little bit, but um, uh, you know. The, it boils down to the fact that we all want 
that that person that makes us be the person we want to be, whether it's a guy or whether it's a, it's a woman. You know, everybody everybody wishes and dreams of the ideal relationship, which is which there there's probably no such thing, because mm-hmm. you know every relationship comes with its ups its ups and downs, and it, no relationship is perfect. But at least you know we could find the most accommodating to to us as you know as as persons. So so yeah, I can relate as I'm sure everybody else. Okay. Bueno, let's um let's rewind it back uh, some years. Have you always been into the the country uh genre or did your career no. start off a different way? No, actually I fell in love with country music because I was a truck driver. I used to drive an 18-wheeler and on the road mm-hmm. I fell in love with this wonderful music that was on the radio that for me uh turned into an audiobook because the stories were so real and so deep. Um and I, I said, you know, if I ever would record something uh, in in the American market, I would I would do so in the country genre. But the reality was that I was a Latina uh, living in the East Coast, and it, it was kind of a hard uh, thing to believe that it could happen. Um, mm. Before that, I did rancheras, and I did a I did a an album of uh, of mariachi music and basically what we did was something that had never been done before we turned nine salsas uh in in rancheras and um oh. we we made a tribute to one of the most uh acclaimed uh, salsa songwriters which is um Omar Alfano and most of the songs actually are from from his hits uh, for Mark Anthony, and people ask me, you really like Mark Anthony? I said, you know what? I love Mark Anthony, but that's not the reason why most of the album has songs that Mark Anthony recorded. The thing is that the mariachi tempo is is very unique, and out mm-hmm. of 100 songs that we that we revised, nine of them fell on fell right on the beat. So most of the songs were from Mark Anthony. Others were from Gilberto Santa Rosa, and so forth. And um, there's one by Sun by Four, and uh, it's it's you know it's still doing very very well out there. And when I do go to Latin America and South America uh, and Mexico, I I do take that show on the road. So I got the best of both worlds, I think. Yeah, definitely. That's why I remember earlier I, I mentioned that it's very hard, like you say, especially a Cuban American. And usually, if you do fall into music, it has to be either you know Hispanic, or it's either going to be salsa, or sometimes you see the ranchera style. So that's that's very interesting. Um, so more about music. You, I mean, you you've been affiliated with people very known, such as Emilio Stefan. How how yes. was it working with him? Well, you know, it was wonderful because I learned a lot from Emilio. I actually, when I got the phone call to be a part of his reality show, Voces de America, I could not mm. believe it. I mean, most, 99% of the people uh, try to, to, to Emilio, you know, to, to, to have an opportunity in the, in the, in the music industry. And, uh, to have this gentleman call me and say I wanted to be a part of of my reality show was was like it was mind boggling, and uh, I learned a lot. We had um, we had a five month run in Telemundo for Voces de America, 
and um, I learned a lot from him. I mean, I I still work and teach, uh, coach for for his upcoming artists, and um, to this day, and uh, through Emilio, I met wonderful people um, who I got the privilege of working with, like Tommy Matola and uh, uh, Puff Daddy, and you know, I I coached Talia. I you know, I've I've done quite uh, interesting work. Um, because I worked with Emilio, so I, I have a lot to thank him, and um, and I love him very much. Okay. Um, also, your I remember when I saw your your picture at first. I'm like, I'm not sure I recognize I see. I, I maybe not personally, but I've seen those eyes. I've seen her somewhere. And then looking through your things, you were a, a vocal coach. Um, in Estado Gigante for this time that they yeah. had that they were um, un concurso, ¿no? Con, con gente que, que estaban cantando. No me acuerdo muy bien porque fue hace unos años. But I remember now that you were one of the vocal coaches. Um, tell us about that experience. Mira, Estado Gigante was a, a humongous platform. It was actually the only network I had never worked for, which was Univision. And once I uh, I achieved that, um, I, I felt very fulfilled because I had worked for every single major network, you know, um, and local network here in Miami. So uh, when I got a call from them, it was way back in 2006. Um, mm. I just finished the third reality segment competition uh, back in April, and I'm starting another one in August which will be Idolos de la Cancion, and they're in, uh, look-alike, sound-alikes. And for me, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's more challenging to work with two different types of voices in one person because I have to, I have to, uh, I have to be very, very careful that the, their real voice doesn't come out and that their impersonator voice stays. So it's very challenging for me. Uh, and it's one of my favorite reality segments. I've done with this one, it will be four, four segments that I've done with Sabo Gigante. And I was actually the pioneer in in reality television for the Hispanic Network because they had never done a, a reality show um, like American Idol or X Factor uh, mm-hmm. for the Hispanic Networks. And when that came about, it was way back in 2002, they came, uh, I was working with Sony Music Latin preparing all the rough talent, you know, from the, the, the from the, whatever came from the streets. And um, they were the sponsoring label for a reality show called Protagonistas de la Musica. And it was very gratifying because I actually paved the way for the rest of the vocal coaches that have worked in reality television, um, being that I was the first. So it was it was it was nice. It's nice to know that that you are a pioneer in something. Okay, um, you continue. You do continue to coach, correct? Yes, correct. I have a school oh, nice. here in Miami. It's okay. called Jack Gerlondo's Arts World, and okay. um, and I do still coach for for big artists and for for uh, for big producers. And you know, I'm all over the place. Okay, and do you coach? Um, do you tend to coach only adults, or do you would you do all age ranges? No, I also coach children and very very mm-hmm. small children. I have a team of musical theater instructors that have a curriculum for the small children. You know, children have uh, a short 
attention span. And uh, <laughs> vocal lessons are not the most uh, active mm-hmm. and the most, they're actually very monotonous because these exercises are very monotonous. And if you give a five-year-old, a six-year-old, seven-year-old these these exercises without giving them anything else to either either act or jump up and down or, or just impersonate something or someone, they'll get bored and they will, will not learn. So uh, it's, it's easier for, for little children to actually fall into the uh, devotion for music when you give them something a little bit more active, a little bit more visual. And, and they learn. They learn very quickly. Okay. Bueno, uh, you, you had a very interesting, a very cool experience, I should say, uh, performing at the CMA Festival, uh, you know, this past month. Uh, how, how did that go for you? How, was it a wow moment? You know, were you excited? ¿Cómo te fue? You know, CMA Fest is always a wow moment because it's all about the fans. It's mm-hmm. the time where we go out and we perform and we sign autographs and we, you know, we give uh, gifts away and, and it's all about the fans it's not about us so um, this was my my second CMA and every CMA is special every CMA brings you something gratifying you know you get to do cool stuff yeah uh, well, there was one CMA where I got to go to um, a fishing tournament and I was actually paired with a fishing champion by the name of Kevin Hawk and that was very cool we spent I would say about about nine hours out there on on the bay, and uh, we fished uh, sea bass, and I had never fished sea bass, so that was kind of cool. So you get to do so many cool things, you know. Um, that was for a charity, and um, and this this time around, I met so many great people, so many wonderful individuals, and you know, I met so many uh, uh, talented musicians. And mm-hmm. have to do a lot of cool stuff. So, so I'm I'm looking forward for next year. Okay. Um, so this is the second time I, uh, you performed. Um, I'm guessing your your latest your latest singles, like including the woman you want to be and Gina de Julieta. What was the, what was the last thing you said? I'm sorry, I was it was breaking up. Oh, that um, that you performed. Uh, I'm guessing your latest. Your latest music um, from your off your EP. I did, I did, and I also okay. performed the um, my next Spanish uh, pop country Latino, which I tend to call it, which is mm-hmm. coming out on June thirtieth. It's going to be called Quien Eres Tú, and that, that's a very interesting um, endeavor because I actually got. Um, a call from Roger Hill. He's a British uh, country producer who lives in Nashville, mm-hmm. between Nashville and London. And um, he uh, uh, he asked me if I wanted to sing one of his songs because he had never had anybody sing his, song, his country songs in Spanish and he heard all my material. And he wanted to pair his song to a video uh, made by a sand artist by the name of Alana Yahab. She's from Israel. And she actually did a sand story uh, mm-hmm. pertaining to what the song is saying. And it's going to be something very innovative, something that's never been done before. And I'm very excited about it because, yet again, 
I could be a pioneer and get one more thing. So I'm very excited about June 30th. That's, that, that is very nice. Um, and, I mean, we're on the 20, what is it, 24th right now. I think you guys have just a six couple more, more days. days to wait on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure you had it right on about six more days like that, you guys. So uh, look, look out. Uh, one of the she mentioned working with she mentioned a, a lot with working with people that are not only uh, here from the U.S. but for instance, this producer that's also located in London. Um, your last single, like we used to, was playing in over 50 radio stations um, in that's countries correct. that you wouldn't even imagine, uh, from that's places correct. to Ireland, Sweden, and New Zealand, France. Así que imagínate, you know. Have you have you traveled out to these places and, and performed at all, or is it just that you no, have the blessing no. of your music being played out there? Mm-hmm. No, as yet, I still need to travel to Europe and uh, and tour Europe. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I I sure hope that this single, Canada Still, will allow me to do that. And um, I mean, one of the places that I would love to go play is in Australia. So. You know, country music is very big out there, and uh, and I sure hope that my music reaches all the um, the Aussies. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see. I'm very excited about this year. You know that I I didn't I didn't know that even though country is you know it's big in, in the East Coast and in the Southern East Coast, uh, but I didn't know that it was so big worldwide. Um, yes, it is. You, you, you know, yeah. So, and it's and I and maybe because I'm not in that world or, or um, I'm not into that that genre as much, and I don't see as much of the competition. But I think there's even less competition in there, and the music is is, is so much better. Like you said, um, the stories when it probably especially as a truck driver, like you have to keep yourself awake. I mean, imagino que tenías el radio puesto 24/7. You know. <laughs> <laughs> because we used to travel too, and that's what my dad would have to do. Um, you know, the, the stories, if, if you really listen to the stories of a country singer, it's it's, it's really tough, you know. And and uh, I'm glad that, that you kind of just chose this, and, and they called to you, and you and you followed through with it, because it, you, you, it seems that you're doing very well, Jackie. I congratulate you on that. Well, you know, you know something? Country music can't really be altered. Like, there's so many mm-hmm. fusions nowadays. And in country music... You can you can refresh the phrasing of what you're singing, but the elements, country elements, will always stay genuine and true, and that's the beauty about the genre. It cannot be fusionized. It you know it's it it is what it is. It's raw, true music, and you know I'm I'm very glad to be a part of that genre. Okay, and, you know you you uh, we already mentioned the Kinetic Blue that latest single coming out June thirtieth. Uh, are you continuing to fly back to Nashville, um, doing any work in Nashville, or are you just uh, just working in Miami right now? Well, I just came back from Nashville uh, um, mm-hmm. about a month ago. Then I went out to the to the West Coast. I went to uh, Vegas. Uh, I went to uh, Los, um, I went to California, and I just got back two days ago. And um, yeah. we're working on something to go back to Nashville mid-July. So, you know, crossing my fingers. Oh, well. But I'm still here in the West Coast, too. How do, you, I bet that when you were over here, like, oh, my God, what a wonderful weather. Porque yo lo que escucho de Miami es nada más de lluvia. And I'm like, it's, I haven't yes. even seen a raindrop over here. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I love the West Coast, and I, I, I just yeah. love the dry weather. 
Um, I always have a good hair day. <laughs> That's for sure. But um, yes, That's Miami has been it has been raining cats and dogs, so uh, it's very humid. You know, it's not the ideal climate. It's very beautiful, but it is very humid. Okay, okay. So um, I, I know that you support a, a certain organization. Um, would, would you like to tell us about that? Well, Tourette's, um, uh, the Tourette's Foundation, you know, this is a, um, this mm-hmm. is a sickness. It's, a, it's about ticks. Um, mm-hmm. patient in it. There's a lot of people that are misinformed. Uh, some children, when they do suffer from this disease, they're not quite understood very well in school. They don't, they don't understand what's going on. They think that they're doing it on purpose or they're, they're mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, uh, they're brats. And, and in reality, they cannot help the ticks. And sometimes the ticks are facial and some look like motor skills and some, some of the ticks are verbal, and sometimes when it's verbal, um, they use profanity, but they don't want to use profanity. It just, it just, you know, spurs out. So um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm all for educating um, the community that you know it is a, it is a sickness and that cannot be controlled, and um, we have to be a little bit more compassionate. You know, the teachers and the, the and especially the students. But the teachers need to work on educating the students that it is a sickness and um, and see if, you know, if we could reach a little bit more compassion for these kids that suffered this disease that that there's no cure for it. You know, they can be controlled with medication. But um, when you have chronic uh, Tourette's, you can't, you can't control what you do. So um, it's more about compassion than anything else. I, I sure hope that I can, I can reach... Uh, you know, a, 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 a substantial amount of uh, of the community to be able to to educate about this disease. Okay, and um, have you put events together, you know, for this, or have you performed at events that um, that you know that support this organization, or, or perhaps do you have anything coming up that you know that is um, collaborating? Um, we're working on. We're working on that. We're working on okay. getting some um, some events together for Tourette's. Okay, perfect. That sounds great. So, in, in the midst of all of all your music, you know, you still find time to, to support something that that's quite meaningful. Um, now, do you have anything that besides the single that's releasing on June thirtieth? Anything else? Any performances that you're that you're willing to to talk about that you know that people can go well, support you at? Hopefully, mid-July, we'll be in uh, Nashville one more okay. time. So uh, so that's coming up. And then I got uh, Sábado Gigante, que empieza en, en agosto, August, uh, con Ídolos de la Canción. And that will be um, aired every Saturday at uh, 8 p.m. Uh, uh, Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, that, that's awesome. So I'm sure that Sábado Gigante has keeps you a little busy and, and as well. And, um, and you know, and going back to Nashville, that's something that seems to be like the calling there for country. My mom actually worked out there for a couple of months, like two years ago, and I got I had the chance to, like, go out and visit. And it's, it's a different city, it's, you know, obviously. And um, we went skiing, ¿cómo se llama eso? At Maggie Valley. It's, like, in that mm-hmm. North Carolina area. And uh, mm-hmm. we went to Pigeon Forge and stuff like that. So that uh, the Tennessee is it's 
it's quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's Definitely a wonderful different. city. Actually, it's, it's called Music City because that's, you know, that is the, um, that's the music capital. Music capital yeah. of the world. So, uh, so, yes, I do love Nashville. And uh, every time I have to come back to Miami, my heart just stays there. But, uh, but I, I go, you know, back and forth. And um, I just love the city. You know, it's, just, it's, it's right up my alley. Let's put it that way. Okay. So uh, your, your current single, The Woman You Want to Be, is available to buy um, the release online. Um, what about your other music? Is your other music also on iTunes? Also, it will be um, in all digital stores, and not only the single, but the, uh, but the sand art video also will be, will be on digital stores. Okay. Do you have, um, I, well, obviously your website is JackieArredondo.com. Um, what about your social networks to follow up, uh, for people to follow up with you? Well, Facebook is Jackie Arredondo Music, and Twitter is at Jackie Arredondo. Okay. Okay, cool. So there you heard it. Miss Jackie Arredondo, Cuban American country singer. I bet you never heard of that one. <laughs> so uh, before we go here, uh, I'm going to play Quien Eres Tu one more time so people can listen and, and look out for that June 30th. Y bueno, Jackie, de verdad que quiero dar las gracias for your time this morning. And, um, you know, just I totally appreciate it. And shout out to your manager, uh, Sheila. No, gracias a ti. And, uh, and a big, big kiss to all your listeners. Thank you. You take care. And good luck. All right, so gigante. I look forward to seeing you there. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye.
So that was Quien Eres Tu by Jackie Arredondo. Make sure to check out more about Jackie at JackieArredondo.com. Uh, also, her Twitter is Jackie Arredondo and Facebook, Jackie Arredondo um, Music, she said. And, um, yeah, make sure to look out for, for, for the single releasing to all digital retailers online on June 30th for tuning in. And keep up with us through the TashaMinnishow.com. Yep, and download that app on the Google Play Store. And Black Blue Love. Oh, thank you. And bye bye.